0: What's up, everybody? It's Alexis. And Haley. And you're listening to your favorite podcast, whatever.
1: And never.
0: Amen. Amen. What's up? You know, everything. I, this is the episode that we've been looking forward to most.
1: I think that this episode has been in the works really since
0: before we ever knew each other. Probably since I was like five well, no. You would have been maybe about seven. I, I think I was seven. I was seven. But before we get into this, yeah. Um, do you remember when I tried to convince you to be a stand-up comedian? <laughs>
1: yeah, uh, I do. And I, uh, in fact, I still have the note.
0: I, I just remember like the note of potential. Bits. I, I think that Haley is the funniest person I've ever met in my entire life, and I, I am very vocal about this. I tell she is. everyone I know that like. Haley is the fucking funniest person in the entire world, in my opinion. And the thing is, she <laughs>
1: says this, and I know for a fact it's upset some people. <laughs> Relatives, friends, like colleagues. Some people take their... I'm just... I'm, I'm, this is about to go very deep.
0: Go deep. Go so deep.
1: Some people use their sense of humor mm-hmm. as their personality. Right. Yeah. I get that. And for some of people, mm-hmm. I'm not I don't know I don't know I really don't know any you know. Yeah, yeah. I think for some people being kind of aware mm-hmm. that someone in their life doesn't regard them as the funniest person uh-huh, they know. It pisses them off. Well, it, it's not that it pisses them off. Mm-hmm. It sends them into a deep, dark place. Oh, okay. Because they're like, that's the only thing I have to offer. Like, how how
0: dare they think this? When when in reality, they offer so much more. Right. Totally. Or not. I don't know. But yeah, I just remember, like, I was like, I mean, yeah. (laughs) Mm -hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. And and you have notes?
0: (laughs) Yeah, I, I
1: still have the note from
0: we all that time ago. Because she would, like, say stuff and I was like, oh, this will be great in your stand-up routine. And, and I, I like would like, write it down. Yeah, and I still do this to this day. Like, yeah. I, yeah, I just, I think you're so funny. Anyways, enough ass kissing. you, <laughs> boy, I, I love, love you. <sighs> hashtag denim, denim fedora. fedora. Um, anyways, <laughs> let's let's go back to what we were talking about. Yeah.
1: Well, let me, let me, I'll just, I'll, I'll tell the story. Yeah. Tell the story. Um, I, I feel like this is like two weeks in a row where we've kind of given flashbacks. I like the flashbacks. Me too. The FBs. The FBs. <laughs> so, um, there was one day where I watched the thing that we're going to talk about today. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, wow, this is really something. And I kind of, in the back of my mind, I was like, i I wonder if Alexis knows about this. Mind you, this was 2017. This was 2017. A couple years ago. I knew that you were were doing country music mm-hmm. and I was just like she, I wonder if she knows about this cuz yeah. this was at a time that no one was talking about this. Yeah. Um so I went in to work. The 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 job that we shared. Yeah. And you know, the day was going on blah blah blah. Yeah. And I remember I looked at you And I was like, and we, we were not like, we barely knew each other at this point. This was, I think this was before I suggested that you bring back the talking bridge. Oh, 100%. Okay. Yeah. Yes.
0: Go on. I I still think that
1: you should do that. (laughs) But I said, should I say the name? Yeah. Just say it. Yeah. Yeah. I asked, I was like, does the name Chris Gaines mean anything to you?
0: And I about fucking fell on the floor lore because not only did did that name mean something to me, that name has been everything to me since I was a kid. And it is not a common thing that people really know about this. It's – Or they are like obsessed with it, I guess, is the better People
1: will be like, oh, yeah, uh uh-huh. I I think I remember that. Yeah. But
0: there – And then we were like inseparable. We knew. Yeah. From
1: that moment on (laughs) – it
0: was like, it was like friends, <laughs> like best, best friends, friends. <laughs> like we bonded over Chris Gaines. Yeah. Um, so, so, yeah, that's w- the the next two episodes. So this episode, the mm, next, this is a part one. This is a part one. Um, we're going to talk about Chris Gaines. We're going to talk about Chris Gaines. So this episode is called The, the Life, Life Behind, behind Chris Gaines. Gaines.
1: Well, no, that's
0: not yeah. it. What is it? Behind, behind the life, life. I'm of dyslexic. Chris. Fuck off. Not to be confused with behind the music. No. Be, but it is VH1. And it's the same format. It's the exact same format. It's the same like narrator. It like everything. Graphics. Everything is the fucking same about behind the life as of. Behind the music. Yeah. Like, it's really, there's no difference. The only difference is that this one is fictional, as far as we know. This one is, I mean, but man, they really try to make it not fictional. Yeah, they really did. Before we really dive deep into this, yeah.
1: I want to make it abundantly clear that this episode,
0: as well as the next episode- Is a love letter. A giant love letter. It's a huge love letter, because Haley and I not only love- this behind the life. We love the fucking We love record. the life of Chris Gates. We love the, the the greatest hits. Yeah. Like, the greatest hits of Chris. Every, I love every song on that yeah. record. I, I was obsessed. I still am to this day. Mm-hmm. You fucking got me. I got you. A like hard copy. I did. Like pretty like soon after. I did. We, we talked about it. Um, And I, when I, I mean like, God, this was a huge part of my childhood.
1: Oh, it was a huge thing in my life. Because let me tell you how I first got introduced to Chris Mm -hmm. Gates. Um, My sister, Mm -hmm. she showed me a picture Mm -hmm. of someone. Mm -hmm. She's done this a couple times before. Uh um, But she showed me a picture of someone. She was just like, what do you think of this? Mm -hmm. I was like, it looks cool. Looks, right, right. It was a picture of Chris Gaines. Right. And then she said, "Haley, that's Garth Brooks.
0: I mean, it was on, it was un, ugh, I God. was shook. I, I remember that moment too. Yeah. I remember it. And it, I mean, when we were growing up, it was, I mean, Garth is still everything. But when we were growing up, Garth mania.
1: We, yeah. We, we grew, grew up, up in Garth.
0: Garth- yeah. Yeah, and like... Um, we stan Garth Brooks. We stan oh, yeah. Chris Gaines. Like I had
1: a... I've had two micro-interactions with Garth mm-hmm. Brooks. Mm-hmm. Um, the first time that I ever saw him at our old... Well, at my old work, uh-huh. um, <clears throat> I was leaving for the day, and I was on the phone with my sister. Yeah. And I made eye contact with him, and mm-hmm. I was like, Amy, oh my God. I remember your text to me. Well, I was like, uh, oh my, I was like, oh my God, it's happening. Yeah. It's happening. Because <laughs> I always in the back of my head, I was like, if I ever saw him, I I don't, I think I would just, I yeah, don't know. Yeah, absolutely. I would, and, and I was right. Yeah. I saw him, he looked at me, mm-hmm. and he could, I think he could see that my eyes kind of got like huge.
0: Right, right.
1: But then later... Um, he actually said, "Hey." Right. He actually said, "Hey" to me, and I said, "Hey" back, and I waved, and I swear, I
0: almost started crying. I yeah. You know, you remember? I, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And he has a way, like he has a way of like making people feel so special.
1: Well, I have, I have, a I have a whole thing about this.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm gonna keep it short. Okay. But, um,
1: I, he is one of those people where mm-hmm. he. It's really cool opportunity. Yeah. Whenever people see him, they see their childhood. Absolutely. And that's what I saw. Yeah. Like, so he gets to see people, I'm sure. Nostalgia. It's like nostalgia. Yeah. So, you know, it. it yeah. It was just a whole. It was so cool. And, you know,. I firm I firmly believe that the negativity that people have surrounding the album
0: is, has nothing to do with the music. It has nothing to do with the music, but also too, like I kind of <clears> think <throat> the negativity is a little bit just to like talk shit because in my opinion, it's a great record. Oh, it's great. It's it's produced amazingly. The songs are fucking incredible. Yeah. The the whole thing to me is just like so. I'm gonna make a bold statement. Make a bold statement. I'm ready for it. I think you know what I'm about to say.
1: I do. That album
0: mm-hmm. is my favorite, Garth Brooks album. Yeah, I mean, my love tells me so. The way, of uh, the girl, the way of the girl. Um, you know my favorite, uh, lost in you. It don't matter to the sun. <sighs> um, the whole thing is great. Even come to, like we'll we'll talk about come mm-hmm. together or right now. It's called right, right now. Right now, we'll talk about that later. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean. These songs – I remember my – I think it was my dad had it because I grew up on Garth Brooks. We had every single CD. Mm-hmm. We had every single greatest hits because there were a lot of them. Mm-hmm. And my dad had the CD. I remember being obsessed with the album artwork. Mm-hmm. Those pictures were like phenomenal. Mm-hmm. They're like – to me, like I'm surprised it's not more of like a like a cult kind of thing. Following. a bigger thing yeah yeah um
1: well it's it's hard to be because mm-hmm. it really did it got so much crap mm-hmm. whenever it came out that i think you know they they have really tried to kind of
0: keep it out yeah. of the public eye but right. i really think i mean this it, record was produced by don was yeah like who's incredible a legend It, it sonically i think it's like some of his best work. Mm-hmm. Um, and they still kind of sound like country songs. Even though he's like. A lot of it, Playing this like. Fictional rock rocker, star. They still have that like country thing to him. And you know. Yeah. If he. I
1: really. Think. Mm-hmm. That now. Would be a really great time. For. Him to. Just sort of. I l- always like to say, use the phrase, steer into the skid.
0: Yeah. Because people people love Garth Brooks. I'm going to say something. Um, I think we should like backtrack just a little bit. Yeah. I'm, I want to explain to like our listeners, Chris Gaines, if you don't know who Chris exactly. Gaines Perfect. is. Okay. So Garth Brooks, this was like 1997. He um, was doing this movie. He was supposed to do this movie, and I think it was called The Lamb. The Lamb. And it was something that he wrote. Yes, where he played a rock star. Yeah. And there was this whole story. story, And he did basically the soundtrack for the movie, released the soundtrack- Before the Making the movie. Yeah. Um, Which is a little
1: confusing to me, but- i don't I guess i don't think anything was filmed yeah or, you know they obviously did casting because they were in right this... yeah
0: they had i mean even in the behind the life it's isn't it's the kid from the brad pitt movie yeah. like the guy that a young played, brad pitt
1: yeah the guy that played young chris Gaines is the same guy that played young brad pitt in seven years in tibet yeah yeah <sighs> He is a gorgeous Every guy. Man. Looks just like a
0: dreamy I mean, 90s like, like, boy. Like, kinda of like Michael Hutchins. Yeah. A little bit. That's everything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, so anyways, Garth Brooks was supposed to do this movie where he played the character Chris Gaines. And he did he did this like behind the music too. Yeah. Which I think was a little confusing to people. Like they even got fucking Billy Joel in on this.
1: Billy Joel was in the episode. The
0: Sarah,
1: the, the Sarah McLachlan. Um. Oh, they showed this. Um, <laughs> so we're gonna get into a little bit of the like actual story of yes. Chris Gaines. So he, him, and his buddy formed this band called Crush. Crush's first album is on the charts but I noticed in the behind the life of Chris Gaines that it didn't hit number one and I saw that the number one spot belonged to Sarah McLaughlin and I was like couldn't quite get her off of there could it (laughs) just she was just holding strong even in a fake world yeah she was in the arms of the angel (laughs) flying high she was
0: building a mystery you know not surrendering (laughs) Um. All right. So, should we just start at the beginning? Let's just, yeah. Let's of? just jump
1: into it. Let's just jump right into it. So, the the first thing that is really made abundantly clear with this behind the life of Chris Gaines
0: is that he is a big he's s- a sex big sex addict. addict. Like it is mentioned a million times in this.
1: If someone were to do like a Chris Gaines <laughs> drinking game, yes. And they were like, I'm going to take a shot. I'm going to take a shot every time they mention sex. I would actively advise you to not
0: do that. You'll be Because you'll be you would die. You, you'll you die. Yeah, You will die. It's it's all about, like, he's this, like, sex addict. And yeah. the way he says it is, like, really, like, brooding and, like, Like, sex.
1: something he's ashamed like, of. Like, something he's
0: just, like, deep, so deep ashamed, ashamed of. And then, like, the girls they have on to talk about him being a Are sex they're addict. they're, like, um...
1: The, the One of them, they were like, uh, he came to me about trying to do something with me and my sister. And mm-hmm. I was like, I'm not that limber. We
0: were like, who would admit that for one? Uh, hey, <laughs> I, th- I mean, sometimes you got to let him down easy. So Chris is a sex addict. He's mm-hmm. from
1: Australia. Chris is from Australia. Chris. His and mother's from Australia, his whole family's from Australia. Yeah. But they moved to Los Angeles and I will say
0: all due respect.
1: All due respect, we you anyone listening to this is very aware that we love Garth so much. It's very clear that Garth is not from Australia. It's very it's abundantly clear. Abundantly clear that 100%. this is a man that is from Oklahoma, 100%. Because he,
0: you can't you can't hear any Australia. No, and And it's, I mean, it's, yeah, it's Garth Brooks acting as Chris Gaines in this behind the life. But (laughs) the voice is the same.
1: The voice is the same. The voice is
0: just a little bit slower. A little bit slower. A little bit like meek. A little bit more meek. A little bit more shy. A little bit like he's not looking at the camera.
1: Because Garth is
0: a bombastic. Oh, absolutely. He is just, he is there. Not Chris. Chris is just so like detached from Life and everything that he just—I mean, all he has is sex. All he has is his songs and his sex. And it's—I mean, he's talking about his his whole life. So they're like flashing to like memories of when he was younger uh-huh. and like like he had a like he had. His his dad wanted him to be an athlete, a right, swimmer, and he right. was like,
1: "I want to be a rock star." I want to be a rock
0: star, and it messed up his relationship with his dad. It messed it up, and then like his whole character of Chris is just very like this like rebellious, like moody boy, like esoteric.
1: You you use the term Jeff Buckley?
0: Yes. Like
1: the, wow, like a term. He's a person. Well,
0: sure. it's almost like Jeff Buckley to me was a little more like. Um, whimsical Mm -hmm. whereas Chris is just like kind of like a Jim Morrison almost like a little bit a little bit a little bit like Jim Morrison it's like Garth took every rock star that he was obsessed with growing up and molded molded them into into one entity yeah basically yeah and like there's even things where like you could tell he probably wanted to be in a band with some dudes, mm-hmm. and the the way they were like rebellious, just you know, flipping off the system yeah. and all that kind of stuff. And, I mean, it and this this thing gets like super deep. Yeah, it really does. Like, should we talk about Tommy? We should talk about to- Tommy. Yes, absolutely. Tommy, Tommy Levitz. A, a god. Uh, Tommy Levitz was god. Tommy Levitz is god. Is to god, Chris god Gaines. to Chris Gaines was his best friend. Best was in friend. crush. Was in Crush, which is a fake band. I want everybody to yeah, remember. Crush is,
1: Crush is
0: not real. None of this is real. Might be real in our hearts, but not. But the crazy thing is, they are getting real life musicians, producers to, to talk act about. Like this is real.
1: Yeah, to talk and to talk about it. That to like, me is insane. What What I love is they'll be like. Uh, <laughs> they'll be. They'll be like this. Like. uh... Yeah, I, re- I remember that that first album when it hit. It hit big. It hit big. I mean, they're just like bullshitting. Yeah, like this is
0: total bullshit. So he he starts this band with. Oh wait, they get like journal, fake journalists, fake oh. fake managers, fake mom. Like when I saw the journalists that they used,
1: I know that's who I would have been cast as. <laughs> but like, yeah, Chris Chris was known to be kind of a dog. <laughs> stop it <clears throat> everyone he he earned his reputation right
0: a fake this is fake it's, yeah <laughs> this is like all fake deep fake so Tommy gets in this they want to be the next Lennon and McCartney kind of, like in excess too because there's three of them mm-hmm it, it's got that vibe, yeah. You know what I mean, yeah. And then the they, clothing and all that.
1: And they make that, they make an album, and it goes huge. It, it blows doesn't, up. Doesn't quite knock Sarah McLaughlin off the top, but it it hits big. It gets big. And they have this like. 50-50 tour where it's right. like
0: 50 states in 50 days. And the boys are like talking about all the girls well, and like they have behind like quite. the scenes interviews with them.
1: So the interview it shows, first of all, Chris is not saying a word.
0: Jim Chris Morrison? Chris
1: brooding in the corner. Hello. But Tommy's like, yeah the the stuff's nice but it's really all about doing what you love. And then the bass player's like, it's all about the chicks. <coughs> Excuse me.
0: <laughs> it's all about the chicks and the sex and the clothes. And he has a shirt that just says 69, 69. on it. And you're right. Chris is just like not saying a word. Like no. he's like too cool. Yeah. He's like too cool, too, too pretty. Too cool for school. Like he's just, dis- he's like. Disassociated. He is not interested. He is thinking about Something else. ass. Yeah. He's thinking about ass. He's thinking about ass. He was having
1: daydreams about night things in the middle of the afternoon At, right there
0: thank you ronnie milsap so one. And, and and that's chris's best friend yeah and then they go into this elaborate story that well <laughs> tragedy strikes Keep tragedy in mind... tragedy strikes. Just like every behind the music you've ever seen. Some there's, there's, there's some, some big like pinnacle moment that happens that changes well, Chris forever.
1: It would like before it would cut to a commercial break, you'd be like, and next, <laughs> the biggest heartbreak
0: that of Chris's Chris life
1: ever had to deal with. Or right. know, something like that. Yeah. Plus, I want y'all to just think about this though. Cause the these are still teenagers, technically. Nineteen. Well, let's <laughs> let's explain what happened to Tommy. So Tommy had his pilot's license. Tommy was a nineteen-year-old pilot. I don't know how <laughs> that happened. Somehow we it, we don't we're
0: just really like, okay. Whatever it's whatever.
1: <laughs> um, Tommy was going to fly somewhere, and wasn't he in Mexico or
0: flying over? He was flying Albuquerque somewhere. or something yeah. like. Yeah.
1: And Chris chris mm-hmm. in is inter- doing the interview and he's like i told him to wait and he promised me he promised and he and he didn't yeah chris was really nervous about him flying at night yeah he wanted him to be to have the daylight so we could see right. and tommy said okay i'll wait if but he, he didn't. didn't wait
0: some best fucking friend. If you did that to me, I'd be pissed.
1: Yeah. If, if someone came to me and like, they were like, hey, no. I really don't want you to do this. I want you to wait. And you actively do it
0: after like and it being t- like a big deal to you. Yeah. That's such a shitty move. That is such a shitty move. And something like as dangerous as flying an airplane. Like if you told mm-hmm. me you were about to do something actively dangerous, yeah. I'd be like, yeah, you know what? I'm going to lock you in my fucking closet today mm-hmm. and we'll figure this out later. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. There you go.
1: Yeah. Um... Well, that wasn't weird. <laughs> the thing is, Chris's intuition was spot on. It was. Because Tommy
0: dies in a, plane in a plane crash. crash. Yeah. At 19. At 19 years old, this band is at the height. They, I mean, like, they put out one record. They're uh, right underneath Sarah McLachlan. They're doing the most. They're hot. They're young. Like, they've just done a 50-50 tour. Right. And this guy dies. Yeah. Just like that. So it just kind of destroys Chris. Well, yeah, he said the mu- with he said the
1: music died when Tommy Chris, died. Chris when Tommy died. Yeah. Chris Gaines
0: died when Tommy died. And then he has this whole like revelation that he is going to be a solo artist. Well, it doesn't Here's what happens. Mm-hmm.
1: So they had this manager.
0: You're much better at like going through like the, step the, by step, I'm like zero to fucking 180. You know this about me.
1: Well, I feel like we're leaving out something. Yeah. So they have this manager. <laughs> her name's Roma.
0: Which is a perfect manager mm-hmm. name for a fake world. For
1: a fake manager? Perfect. Great. Roma, um, you can tell she's kind of... She's the, a shark. She's a shark. She's And they've, they've made her that way. Absolutely. Intentionally. Intentionally. Mm-hmm. It and, casted very well. Um so the the first thing that she says in the the character of Roma says in this behind the life of Chris mm-hmm. Gaines after they've after like when they're talking about Tommy's death mm-hmm. she's like look I was sad but I mean it's terrible but I had a financial investment
0: to protect. Yeah. So she was she so basically like get your ass to work boys.
1: Well, she was they alluded to her ex Exploring the option of replacing Tommy, right? Yeah, and Chris was like, "No, there's mm-hmm. no way." Mm-hmm. But like you said, he he gets to business on his own
0: uh-huh. and becomes a solo, right? Act and very successful, like extremely successful. Like, um, what kind of status would you say, he, Chris,
1: Chris Gaines. Gaines?
0: Yeah, Chris Gaines status. <laughs> I'm trying to think of what level of like I was gonna say prince, but no. Mm-mm. It was more like um, the I'm, level of...
1: I'm trying to think. Let me think.
0: Um, if it's a male solo artist in the rock world. I'm In the 90s. If... Uh, okay. I'm ready. Go with me here. I'm so ready.
1: If... This person would have done something solo Uh-huh. and maybe sounded a little more country. Uh-huh. Anthony Kiedis.
0: Okay. I see it. I see yeah. it. Because he's... He's...
1: Uh, I don't uh, think so.
0: No. No. I'm... Maybe like Johnny Resnick from the Goo Goo Dolls. I no? mean,
1: he's so Goo Goo Dolls. I know. I don't... I I'm not aware of his actual real name.
0: Oh, okay. I only think of him as Goo Goo Dolls. What about like well Rob Thomas had a solo has a solo career. I don't know. I really don't know. I don't think there's a really There there's nothing like this. No. So don't I don't think we can compare it. But okay. Uh-huh. Here we go. Yeah. Would you say Mhm. Are you more Garth Brooks? Or more Chris Gaines, like your personality, or what My do you think? What do you think I am, and then that will tell you what you are.
1: Because we, w- yeah, we we occupy different spaces of this. Yes, we do. Um, thinking honestly, uh
0: huh.
1: I think you're more Chris. <laughs> it's a pants. And I'm more Garth. Yeah.
0: I think I'm more Garth. And you would be elaborate enough to come up with... I would... Yeah.
1: The, yeah, the fact that all of this that we're talking about just sprang
0: yeah. out of the mind of Garth yeah. Brooks... Yeah, 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 ...is proof 100%. of how Garth I am. 100%. And I would be that, like, brooding boy. Yeah. I, I think I would be, like, that brooding... The brooding... Like, can't really connect to anyone. Mm-hmm. Like, loves music more than anything. Uh-huh. Like, just... However... Okay, here we go. However... <laughs> Loves music more than anything. Uh Uh-huh.
1: When, spoiler spoiler (laughs) alert, Chris Gaines gets in a really bad car accident. He gets in a horrific car
0: accident. disfiguring car accident. Disfigurating. Like, and to me, like, they're like, all right, he zooms away in this red Corvette, gets in this massive car wreck. It's very reminiscent of, like, um, Def Leppard. Yeah. Rick Allen. Yeah. Um.
1: After the car accident, he says he was like, "I was worried about not being able to play music, but I was more concerned about living without
0: sex." Right. Well, what does that have to do with you being? Car than being what I'm Chris? no, what
1: I'm saying is like loves music more than anything, but. His bigger concern after the car accident was sex, not music. I'm
0: going to go purely off of just... Oh, I, yeah. I feel like I am more Chris Gaines oh, just yeah. because of his wardrobe. Like, yeah. let's just be real. Yeah, yeah. you're
1: definitely more Chris Gaines because if we're going purely off aesthetic... Chris. I am
0: Garth. Totally, 100%. Because,
1: I mean, come on.
0: Yeah, so I, I can't, like, really put, like, an... I, I think that Chris Gaines or Garth wanted Chris Gaines to be prince status. Yeah.
1: I think you're right. Does that make sense? Uh-huh. I think I heard it in an interview one time that he said he was like he was like, "Well, he ended up
0: looking a lot like Prince the the cover he said of of the record." Yeah. <laughs> um all right. So Chris so, does this record. Yeah,
1: Chris. Chris. He has these successful solo
0: albums. Yeah, he gets in this car accident. He's dis deformed,
1: disfigured, and then becomes the Garth Brooks version of Chris. Kiss. Right, which is like, which is even more brooding because <laughs> now not only is he just like, I'm I'm not here for anything other than the music. I'm here for the art. Yeah,
0: he starts. He even gets a little political.
1: He well. We'll get into that. <laughs> um so not yeah, not only is he just like I'm not here for anything but the art, but now he is insecure about his looks. Right. He's insecure. He's like I'm not doing any press. Right. No. Refusing to do press, refusing to do tours. Yes. And he He's, he spent
0: thousands and thousands of dollars on reconstructive surgeries, yeah, and like this is elaborate. It's very elaborate. It's so elaborate. And he's like, you know, you get
1: used to the same face for twenty-five years, mm-hmm. but that makes me think: is he supposed to be twenty-five <laughs> when he gets in that accident?
0: I think so. And then the so then how
1: old is is he like playing a thirty-year-old? It it. it I don't know because I don't know. Okay, because I'm I'm thinking of the math. Mm-hmm. Because Garth says that the accident, the car accident, is supposed to be in 1992. Right, and I think this album came out in like 99 2000.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I think 99.
0: We should look that up. Yeah. You know.
1: Yeah. Get out your phone.
0: Yeah. Let me see. So, I think it was like 90. 90- it no, wasn't. It wasn't. So, The Life of Chris Gaines,
1: Greatest Hits, Mm -hmm. it came out September 28th,
0: 1999. Okay. So, yeah, I was nine. I was nine. Mind you, for our listeners who don't know who Chris Gaines is, Mm -hmm. there were no other records, but... The Greatest Hits. So it was like yeah. a fabrication of all these other records that had come out yeah. before this Greatest this Hits. Album, but The Greatest Hits actually came out. It's really confusing if you don't know. Yeah. It's and, hard to explain.
1: And the idea was that this was supposed to be this, the pre-soundtrack to the film. Right. Yes. The film that he was writing. Um. Oh. <laughs> yeah, this, I've never seen this before. Uh-huh. So it reached it reached number 2 mm-hmm. on the Billboard 200. Mm-hmm. Guess what was number 1? What? Garth Human Clay by Creed. Oh wow, what a time to be what a time to be alive. 99 was lit. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um
0: Yeah, I uh that's kind of it. Like really so he goes on to make this he eventually
1: like he there's a period of time where he he Chris was like not making music. Mm-hmm. Was, then he gets started again and, and then his house catches on fire. Oh yeah.
0: His dad previously dies of cancer. Oh, right. And then he's like a huge major sex addict so he has, and to, he has to go has get, to get help. Going to
1: treatment. And
0: Chris had a hard life. Right. You know though this is interesting. I'm going to bring this up. Mm-hmm. Notice though There was nothing about drugs in this at all. I think in Garth's mind, he could not have that associated with with him. him. Yeah. I I, think you're right. I think he could the sex.
1: Yeah. Because it's... it's, I think he could do the sex and the rock and roll, but not the drugs.
0: Yes. I think he knew probably that... That was just a little too much. For his hardcore fans, too. So... I I just thought that was interesting because you know those like behind the music stories are they always always a fucking drug problem? Always, always an addict. Always like you hear about a drug problem or an alcoholic. They said nothing about him being an alcoholic. It was just all he was a sex addict, Mm -hmm.
1: and that was it. He was a sex addict, and he didn't like the press. Yeah, yeah, flipped off the on the cover of the Crush album when he was nineteen. Yeah, yeah. Flip the bird, and he specifically calls it the bird. Right. Which, which,
0: yeah. I don't think Chris Gaines would call it the bird. No. If if Chris Gaines were a real man, he would he wouldn't call it anything. He would just do it. He wouldn't. Yeah. Give he a wouldn't fuck. refer to it. Yeah. The bird. <laughs> that that's Garth <gasps> coming out. All due respect. Even <laughs> even more proof, man. Yeah. I'm Garth. Yep. But it's it's really like. It makes me think. like, I bet you Garth wanted to be like a rock star. You know. I think it, it kind of goes along. Oh
1: my god! But I just what I'm, what I've, I've made the discovery. Did you make? Um, so we've established several times on this podcast that every man wants to be a cowboy. Yeah. Garth became a cowboy.
0: Right. So. What and what does what
1: does a man want to be after a cowboy? A rock, a rock star.
0: star. Yeah. We're gonna need a lot of shit for that.
1: Well, it's true. Yeah. Don't no, guys, <laughs> let's let's not sit here and pretend like this isn't true. No, yeah. It, I want to be a rock star. Right. It's it's like Yeah, it every that's it's like, you know, and it, we are not necessarily saying this to be a literal thing. No. It's a state it's of mind. the state of mind. It's Everyone wants mind. to have that sort of going your own way kind of thing. Right, right.
0: And I don't think, I think like with Garth being in country music, you really, you have to kind of stay on a, on a path. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like for him to just be like, wow, if I could have been a rock star, these, this is the like wildlife that I would have, I would have had. Yeah. Basically. Absolutely. Basically. So what else do we need to add to this? um i mean my question mm-hmm. how did they find these actors like
1: <laughs> i don't know i know Gar said that he handpicked the dude from seven years in, uh, seven years into bed i believe uh-huh young brad pitt basically yeah. yeah
0: have you seen that movie i've never seen that movie me no. neither no but i think it's really important for the listeners to know that this movie never got made it never did it and never got made this whole life story of this fictional character i will say this
1: right now mm-hmm. i i don't like to say i'd give anything would you say this is an art project at this point for him i have i have a statement about okay, that okay okay but this is this is something i want to put this out there okay i'm not going to say that i would give anything i don't like to say that but I would be in very serious negotiation and discussion mm-hmm. about finding a way to get a hold of the script here. just hands read it. On the
0: script. Just, do, I, I just want to read it. I would, I would assume it would be a lot like the, um, the behind the music, right behind the life. Oh yeah, that's right. Uh,
1: Excuse
0: me. So now, question. Hmm. Do you think that maybe they rushed? the behind the life out before the movie got made and then there were things that they couldn't match up to the behind the life. Do you want to know what I think? Yes. I actually
1: think that the behind the life of Chris Gaines mm-hmm. is the alternative to the movie. I think by the time that this got made, they knew that for some reason or another, the movie was not going to be made. Okay, that makes more sense, honestly. Yeah. Because I don't think they would
0: have done that. Right. He, that basically like they had to kind of cover... They had to, like, cover, yeah. basically.
1: Well, and it, yeah, they wouldn't have released this. Right. Basically explaining the entire plot of what the film would have been. Right. Because I'm assuming that that was what the film was about. Oh, 100%. I'm, I don't think...
0: Yeah, I think I think that that's, that's what happened. It could have been a cool movie. Yeah. I'm, oh, yeah. I'm really curious as to what the movie would have been like. And I would have thought... It, they could have done it in, like, a... A star is born kind of style, or they could have done it in a um, a purple rain kind of style or mm-hmm. something. I mean,
1: well, and it, I think you know the,
0: yeah, it could have been cool. It could it it could have been cool. It could have been like bright and cool. And I remember this is gonna sound really weird, mm-hmm. but I remember being a kid and like finding out that Chris Gaines with Gar was Garth Brooks. Mm-hmm. And there being a movie about this Chris Gaines character, I was obsessed. I yeah. would daydream about what the movie was like. I would daydream about the lighting, yeah. him on stage and like, leather pants. I've always been fascinated by, like, what never... What what m- might have been. What might have been, yeah. You know, I try... Or what could be. What could be, or... I think that's my obsession with, like, dead rock stars. Mm-hmm. Or people who died young, even. It's like, what their... What, what their life could have been what would it have been like
1: you know i i always say i try not to think about what might have been because yeah that that was then then, and we have have no way to
0: know isn't it taking different roads
1: that's a different part of the oh okay
0: okay cool well we were on the same page (laughs) yeah we were um we can't go back again we can't go back again there's no use to pretend there's no way to know uh, what might have been? No, the, why the song's called "What Might Have Been"? Yeah,
1: that in yeah, that was yeah. the whole thing. And well, here's here's really here's what I had to say about this. Mm-hmm. Obviously, he he got a lot of heat for this.
0: Got a lot of heat.
1: He got his ass handed to him for this. And and, and I
0: just have to say, fuck all, y'all. Well. <laughs> Artists are creative people. They are they're yeah, artists are supposed to be creative. That's why they're called artists. like excuse me. well, and
1: it shouldn't be a shocker mm-hmm. that someone who is creative in one avenue mm-hmm. is also creative in another avenue. But I think that has to do with the type
0: of music he's he is in.
1: Yeah, absolutely country. Country fans, mm-hmm. while very very loyal, loyal, sometimes yeah, they don't like it when you go off the beaten path. Change change is a little hard for people to deal right. with, right? Right. Um, especially back in that time frame, that because era, because mm-hmm. things really leaned more. Mm-hmm. Um, let's try to keep things more family oriented, more conservative. Don't talk, yeah, don't talk about politics, like. Mm-hmm kind of thing and there were a couple different times in garth's just like country career where Mm -hmm. he would make statements like i'm thinking of we shall be free or yeah absolutely where a couple different things were said in that song that people yeah people really responded to that right in different ways right so garth is no stranger to having a little bit of controversy
0: absolutely yeah
1: um you know, you can, you can do your own research on that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think that if people could, if people, well, here's what I think. Mm-hmm. If they just would have switched the release. Right. Movie first
0: in the soundtrack with the film, like the bodyguard. Like the bodyguard. She was, I mean, that was Whitney Houston. Yeah. And she, yeah, it just, it didn't, it didn't make sense to do the record first.
1: I understand because his logic was, this is going to be a way for people to get,
0: get to know Chris,
1: get to know Chris, get to know Chris and get to know, get acquainted with the whole, this whole idea with the music. Yeah. But I think that if... There would have been more of an emphasis Mm -hmm. on it being Garth Brooks. Uh I don't think it would have been so big of a thing. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, I I think so too. Because like we said, Mm -hmm. the music is great. Right. And I know that in part two of this saga, that's more what we're going to be talking about. Absolutely. Absolutely. But,
0: you know... We would just be remiss to not say these things. Right, right. Yeah. The life behind Chris Gaines. Yeah. Behind the life. Behind the life of Chris Gaines. Gaines. All right, guys. It's It's that that special time. Our favorite time. Yes. It's Um, dedication time. Dedication time. Yeah. I'll go first. Okay. This is my favorite country artist of all time. Everybody who knows me knows this. Um, my dad, when I was a kid, had a CD player that you could stack CDs in. And nine of ten CDs in that player was always Garth Brooks. Always. Yeah. Um, it's the sound I grew up on. I I can't tell you a Garth Brooks song that I don't like. Mm-hmm. There is a Garth Brooks song in my top five favorite songs of all time. Mm-hmm. I, I love him. I love everything he does. I think he's the best entertainer, probably in the world, in the country world, the best entertainer. Mm-hmm. Um, his song choice is phenomenal. Um, and I want to yeah. say, that's a talent in and of itself. To be so, an entertainer?
1: Well- Song choice. Oh my gosh, song choice is huge. People p-
0: being able to pick the right song, he picks the best songs, and you know what? He goes, I don't have to write them, I just want the best songs. Mm-hmm. And shameless, hello. And you know what? When he does write a song, it's phenomenal too. Yeah, and this goes into perfectly who your dedication is e- exactly. Exactly, <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, so I am gonna dedicate this episode to someone involved. That was in The Behind the, the behind, Life. The behind the life of Chris Gaines, someone that I've listened to again since I was a kid.
0: Yep. Um who wrote the song I just talked about, who, Shameless. Yes. Wrote a couple Garth Brooks. Songs, songs that yeah. Or the songs that Garth Cut. Garth Cut. Yeah.
1: Um Billy Joel. BJ. Billy Joel. I have like I said, I've been listening to him since I was a little kid. Mm-hmm. Um, and his, you know, I can look back kind of on my life Uh-huh. and I think much like Garth Brooks too, mm-hmm. I can kind of pinpoint different, different parts of my life with different
0: songs right. yeah. by Billy Joel. Absolutely. Um, yeah. What would you say your favorite Billy J song is?
1: <clears throat> the Stranger.
0: Okay, mine. And I and we talked. We've talked about this. Yeah, bit. Vienna.
1: Yeah, Vienna is great. Vienna. Vienna is on the Stranger. Um, yes, I love Billy Joel. I think. Well, also, he had a like a limited time Sirius XM channel mm-hmm. that played. He played. He played his
0: own songs and songs that had inspired him. Oh my God! No, I was in your fucking car and you played this for me a couple years ago yeah and there he
1: would talk like you would would be able to hear him talk and he would talk about his process his songwriting process i remember this yeah yeah and he would he would think about his songs like uh i want to have a righteous brothers moment right i want to have a this artist moment moment. yeah and he even talked about his voice his singing voice that way Uh uh-huh where he he said you know oh when i sang this i wanted to sound like Uh so and so yeah and i just i think that's so interesting because i always thought i would always think of billy joel as someone who was like an original right but to hear someone that you think of as original talk about themselves like
0: i'm just copying it tells you that no one's original yeah no one is original i really think we listened to this on the way to the smashing pumpkins concert there's a good chance that we did because i think we drove through wendy's Uh we got we got burgers and then we listened to the billy joel station yes and then we drove to the smashing pumpkins concert yep i'm pretty sure yeah um so that's dedication yeah that's dedication. All right, everybody. That concludes our Halloween special special episode part one part one of whatever and never amen. Thank you so much for listening. Make sure to check us out on uh, whatever and never amens Instagram, Spotify, anywhere you can stream mm-hmm. Apple, Podcasts. Apple Podcast. Apple um, Podcast. Give us a like, a follow, a shout out. Yep. DM us if you have any
1: ideas. And if you like if you like us, share us with a friend. Absolutely.
0: So thank you so much. Have a great night. Bye. Bye.